Hello, it's Tina Anderson with Battleground Fitness. This is show number 15 of my Get Fit, Stay Healthy podcast, a program dedicated to providing innovative, user-friendly, action-oriented, and results-tested information for your mental and physical well-being. A year ago, September, I ran across an article by Julie Taylor called Welcome to Health's Skinny House. The basic hypothesis, we need to look beyond junk food, lack of exercise, and supersized portions for another hidden component to our weight and body fat struggles, that being the homes we live in. In the article, the author quotes another writer, psychologist Brian Wansick, Ph.D. and author of Mindless Eating, Why We Eat More Than We Think. According to Wansink, several things in our homes, from the size of our plates and access to mirrors to our lighting, could be contributing to weight gain. Of course, I had to read on and make my own conclusions. This is what I found and discovered when I thought about my own house. And of course, I put them into my top 10 tips. Number one, when we enter our house through a door that leads us directly to the kitchen, we tend to graze and eat 15% more than those who don't. In other words, use your front door. My experience is that even though I use my garage door entrance, I often seem to put my stuff down and walk into the kitchen out of habit. And once I'm there, what do I do? Open the pantry or the fridge and peruse the shelves whether I'm hungry or not. If I would simply put my stuff down and walk directly upstairs to my bedroom where I usually check in at my home office, I would hopefully soon forget about my grazing and get busy with my work. Easy enough, right? Skip the kitchen and or pick the right door and this probably applies to when you leave the house as well. Tip number two, it's another good one. If you are getting home from work, make sure you change clothes into something somewhat snug. Wearing fitted clothes makes you more aware of your body. Do you have snug clothes easily accessible in your closet? Stay comfortable in some stretchy pants, for example, and make sure they are not hidden away in a drawer. Change into snug attire and arrange your closet accordingly. Don't make it easy to pull that giant t-shirt or the pajamas that are three sizes too big for you. Tip number three, mirror, mirror on my wall. <clears throat> I need the truth, big or small. Don't get obsessed, of course, but use full-length mirrors to assess your shape so you don't wake up one day and say, how did this happen? As a trainer, I actually hear this one a lot. Clients are astonished and confused about this unnoticed weight gain. Use your mirrors. Make sure you have some, full length. Number four, check your plates and utensils. I did, against my mother-in-law's beautiful and older china. What? I have supersized plates and spoons, coffee mugs, and just about everything else. Smaller plates generally equal smaller portions. History tells us that our current sizes are about 33% larger. And I've seen even bigger at some of the department stores. Can you say a setting of eight platter size? Seriously. And number five, watch your colors. Picture the McDonald's logo. What colors? Red and yellow? Yes. Eateries often use shades of red, yellow, and orange because they have shown to stimulate appetite. 
I thought about my dining room and felt pretty good since I'm not using those colors. And then I thought about my place settings for my more formal dinners. Ooh, yeah, my plates are kind of off yellow, pretty yellow though. And they have this nice sort of double reddish ring around the edges. Very pretty. My coffee mugs are kind of the same color with these really fun sort of big red polka dots. Huh. Yeah. Great. I have an idea. Maybe the china makers should start a line called Cellulite Stoppers and focus on other colors or maybe just black with plates and spoons in baby sizes. Now that would be a fun dinner party. Anyway, watch your colors and think of the McDonald's logo when you go to paint your kitchen or any other place that you don't want to stimulate eating. Can you say family room? Yeah. Related to colors, the lighting issue. Turn them on when you're hungry. How much more do we eat in a dimly lit restaurant? Studies show that we underestimate the amount of food we eat in the dark. And number seven, relating back to my sleep podcast, make sure your bedroom is quiet and dark so you can get a restful night's sleep and enough of it. We already know about the nasty hormones that can stimulate appetite and the same hormones can decrease our ability to, to really tell us when we're full. So don't skip on your quality mattresses and your bedding. Make sure it's dark and quiet. Your sleep makes a big difference. Set up your bedroom for success in more ways than one. Well, couldn't help that one. Okay, let's move on to number eight. Use your house as a boot camp. I have no idea how many extra calories I burn running up my steps, but I always try to run, not walk them. Put a yoga mat or a pair of dumbbells in your family room and pull them out for some exercises during commercials. Lots you can do in your own home. Take inventory and see what you can come up with. How about this? When you're carrying groceries from Costco or something, if you have a secure bag, walk them in quickly. Carrying all that weight, it's like carrying dumbbells. Use it to your advantage. And speaking of inventory, do one in your kitchen. Do you have the right utensils to cook with fresh ingredients? Do you have fresh fruit on the counter or are the chips and processed snacks readily accessible? Again, it does make a difference. Especially with kids, if I have bananas and oranges and apples sitting out right in front of them, they're likely to grab one. If I have a bag of chips sitting there, they're more likely to grab that. And finally, is your house relatively clutter-free? Can you truly relax at home? Excess piles and clutter have been proven to symbolize other issues in your life. Avoidance, procrastination, and many other denial-based habits. Going into our food timeout to avoid the piles of unfinished business can spin you into mindless eating and binging. Make your home food safe and stress-free. There you have it, 10 simple tips. There should be at least a few on that list that either pertain to you or could be easily implemented. Skip the kitchen and or use the front door. Don't wear baggy clothes and feel skinny in them because they're hanging on you. Hang truth mirrors and be truthful about what you see in them, naked both the good and the not so good. Small servings on large plates, if you have the supersized edition. Save red and yellow for your bathroom colors, not your kitchen and dining room. Turn on the lights when you eat and go dark and quiet when you sleep. Boot camp your house. Set up your kitchen for fresh, healthy convenience. And take care of clutter at least once a week. Okay, confessional, or the missing ones. It's not that I haven't had anything to fess up to, trust me. 
I've just been running out of time during these podcasts. But I must admit, uh, oh, let me walk into my booth first. Okay, as I was saying, I must admit, I have been in the rationalize and justify circle over the last couple of weeks. The, I deserve a frozen yogurt, even though it's full of sugar, or a few handfuls of cheese its won't hurt me, kind of circle, which almost always, always leads to another cheat. So my confession is this. I know that a cheat leads to a cheat and another cheat and so on, but I've been making up excuses lately. My life has gotten kind of complicated in a good way, hectic, and I justify my food rewards. And you know what I've realized? A cheat leads to a cheat, to another cheat, and more cheats, no matter how you rationalize your eating. So just don't go there. In two weeks, let's get a bit more meaty again. Serious calorie-burning workouts, the kind that change your body and make you want to reach for the puke bucket. Okay, doesn't that sound yummy? Maybe not reach for the puke bucket, but pretty close. Until then, make good choices, set appropriate boundaries, spread some good vibrations in the world. Find something to laugh about every day. And please, manage your stress before it manages you. This is Tina Anderson with Battleground Fitness. And get fit, stay healthy, asking you to do the same.